Rick Manning, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. Hey, you you might pleasure. be you might be one of those right wing wackos that I speak with on this radio program that should get me fired. Uh, but I so far I've uh, not and I, I feel like maybe I'm doing my job right if an equal number of people think I should be fired and a number of uh, an equal number of other people say finally you're getting somebody on with some real with uh, with some real information. Let me ask you this, Rick Manning. Uh, the electoral college votes later today. Uh, for all intents and purposes, they will elect Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Does the, is that is that the end? Is President Trump's uh, 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 attempt to get back into the White House over after the electoral college today? Uh, no, the, um, in very simple terms, uh, no, it isn't. And uh, let me just first of all, so people understand, the electoral college does not meet in person. The electoral college meets in state capitals, um, and many of these states. Uh, especially the disputed ones, there have been the Trump electors have filed um, the paperwork to be to be accepted as um, electors as well. And so, what ends up happening is this: it gets, it's not all that complicated. The Trump electors get together the state capital just the way the Biden electors do. And they go off and they vote, and then they submit their paperwork into Congress. And so you have two different vote totals, depending on which which uh, delegation is is accepted. At which point in Congress on January 6th, they vote as to whether or not they object to any of the delegate seatings. And Republicans will bring up uh, objections, presumably will bring up objections in the Senate and the House. Um, on six states, assuming there's alternate alternate delegations, um, will bring up objections in six states, and they'll go into their separate chambers, and the House will vote and the Senate will vote on whether they want to accept whether those objections are passed. Both the House and Senate have to agree on that, and so that's that's so. If you if you object and you lose, you lose. So that's a there's not a there's no split in the difference here. So that's the that's the, the next and um, last step. The and um, has it ever happened? Well, we know that the we've had the no in this particular way it hasn't happened. But it is in the Constitution that this happens. Happens for every single presidential election. There have been objections. Actually, that's, that's not true. When I say it hasn't happened. Hawaii, Hawaii, nineteen sixty. Republican delegate Republicans won the Hawaii Hawaii in 1960, and the Democrats sent alternative electors, and Congress, the Senate, and the House, both controlled by Democrats, um, chose to seat the Democrat electors and count the elect Democrat the Hawaiian Democrat elector votes, and there was a Supreme Court case around it, and that was, um, and so that happened in 1960. So we'll see how that all works out, I guess. I am still, I, you know. I, I'm, I'm trying to, hey, Mike, I'm trying to give you facts, not right-wing stuff. Right, right. So I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't okay? want, yeah, don't get me fired. I, I am I am still, I, I just wonder, I guess, when all of this information, which in some cases seems so credible, is looked at by the Supreme Court and uh, and they toss it out. Well, you know, the fact is they didn't actually look at the information. 
Ah. What they did is they decided that, you know, I think when we talked last, I talked about the standing issue and that Texas had a unique uh, point of view on the standing. And that point of view was because the Senate's impacted. The vice president is the head of the Senate. That that is a um, that was why they had standing and Supreme Court didn't agree. That's very simple. They never see. Here's the critical thing. All these cases, somehow the courts don't ever manage to actually look at the facts. They've managed to avoid looking at the actual facts on the ground of what's actually happened because it appears pretty clear to me they don't want to have to rule on the fraud that's existed. They don't want to know about it. It's kind of like if you don't know about something, you don't have to do anything about it. And so they have chosen, the courts as a whole have chosen uh, scrupulously to not uh, look at the actual data. In fact, uh, you go to Michigan, um, and in Michigan, where you have the um, the interim county um, machine, Dominion machine that switched votes, the a judge ordered a full audit on those machines. So somebody was able to do an audit. They came up with results, and they were, those results are supposed to be public on uh, Saturday. Another judge came in and said, "Nope, uh, Supreme Secretary of State can block those ju- those results from being made public." What? Uh-huh. I mean, it's like if they don't, have, if there's nothing to shoot, nothing to hide. Why would they do that? Right. So I don't. I mean, it's a. It's just you sit there and you just scratch your head, because a lot of this stuff could be dealt with very simply if they just allowed the facts to be laid out and let people decide. But they choose not to do that. But one of the reasons state legislatures are sending delegations and or want electors to go to the, the Electoral College and to vote for the Trump ticket is because those who've seen the evidence are incensed, incensed by what they've learned. And these are just these are guys who may not have had a dog in the Trump fight at all. But once they've sat through 10 hours of hearings of the abuses that occurred in their state, they are they are absolutely mortified that that could occur. They're mad and they are determined to try to make it right. And the judges don't want to know this. It's very simple. It's been very clear from the outset that the that the judiciary has wanted to play a see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil kind of role in this um, because, and I'll tell you from the Supreme Court perspective, because the Supreme Court was threatened very clearly by Chuck Schumer with being packed uh, and effectively politicized and packed if they do anything. And so they were neutered. Take a deep breath, and uh, and we'll we'll see. Reacting to the day's news, I guess that's what uh, we'll end up being. Uh, we'll end up doing. Uh, Rick Manning, as always, there's more conversation. There's less time. I appreciate you spending uh, important minutes with us this morning from Americans for Limited Government. Rick Manning. The Electoral College vote later today. Apparently, that will not be the end of it. And I know lots of you think that all of this voter fraud is a giant pile of BS. Uh, nevertheless, <clears throat> there it is. It's a big pile. Somebody's going to have to deal with it. The Supreme Court doesn't want to at the moment.